What's up? Nothing. How are you? Nothing. What's going on? Nothing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, t- sometimes you say what's up and my mind just blanks. But no, there's actually a ton. This is awesome. I'm great. We have someone <laughs> that we love so much here with us. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> How about this one? Watch well, this one always works to make people quiet. Hey, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you quiet. It makes me excited. Okay. That's the difference. <laughs> but, that, but it's usually the, how it comes about. I know. You know I know. Watch, no, with, we, with our friend here, it's, he's, he's close, man. He's close. I, I know there's some stuff in his future. So one day <laughs> he's going to experience that when they walk up and they're like, can we talk? Let's just talk. And it's like, no, it's worse when they text you and say, can we talk tonight? And there's nine hours left before tonight happens. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. Wait for that one. Wait for oh, that wow. one. They melt down about. 9.30 and then keep you to 12. Anyway, James, <laughs> what's up? Pastor Bryson, man, it's good to see you. See you it's, good it's good to be here. Good to be man, here. And, and this is actually uh, an exciting episode. We are in studio. Yeah. Wow, that, so that's rare. Always, that's always rare in, in this time of day, but here we are. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about a kind of a cool topic. You know, New Year's is right around the corner, like mm. right around the corner. Yeah. Um, a couple mm. of days, all them New Year's resolutions, all them people like, yo, I'm, I'm going to do this next year, this, this, I'm going to be this, I'm going to have all this. And I don't know, I usually fall apart about <laughs> two months <laughs> in. I'm like, well, let me start Xing off all those. <laughs> Well, then you weren't completely thrown for a loop for COVID. You were already off and you were like, well. Yeah, pretty much, man. Look, when my glasses came up, I'm like, normal. (laughs) But yeah, hey, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me. Man, it's good. It's good that you're here with us. We're going to have a topic. We're going to talk about a topic today. And I'm going to say it the way it's supposed to be said. Because if you don't say it the right way, (laughs) then it's like, huh? What? Watch this. New year. New who? (laughs) <laughs> if you don't say it like that if it's like new year new who it's like you, you who what huh i like no. that milk right. drink that non-milk <laughs> chocolate drink <laughs> you ever had a you who i have i have yeah. i'm not a huge fan of of milk right well yeah, it is a I'm non-milk like, they say non-milk I chocolate drink non-dairy oh, yeah, yeah like dairy i think yeah. that's just a bunch of fake stuff put into some water i'm and they confused say, now yeah. now that i'm older but hey <laughs> and, and if we're wrong put it in the show notes no just <laughs> let us know <laughs> no put it in the comments it's our fine. reviews will be filled it's with fine. what you who is right <laughs> so here we are new year new who and, and as i thought about this i'm like yeah really like who am i gonna be mm-hmm. in, in 2021 do I want to define that or do I want it to be defined? Like, I'm not just putting it into my own, my own category. Like, oh, this, this, me, this, me. But it's being defined into me. Um, it took me to Psalms. Um, Psalms 8, 3 through 5 is where we're going to kind of start off with this. And it says, when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. And then we jump forward just a little bit to Psalms 9, and it says, Arise, O Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. And then back to verse 6 of 8, because I love how it wraps it up. It says, You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. Everything points to God. Um, I've been saying this and people have hilarious reactions, but I'm like, the only thing that changes when the clock strike midnight is one digit, one number. Nothing else instantly changes. And I think a lot of people have been building it up, putting their faith again in something that they don't realize they're putting their faith in. The year changing. They're putting their faith in that. And uh, 
it, the goal, if you don't have Christ as your savior in that sense in 2021, it's like, okay, new who? New savior, new Messiah. In the sense of your savior needs to be Jesus, not the new year celebration, right? Not yourself, not your job, not your lack of job, not the government, none of that. But then on top of that, like you said, who who are you going to be? Are you going to continue with this thought of trying to navigate how to be a Christian in this culture I live in, wherever that is? Or is it this culture was never meant to be a happy, welcoming place to Christianity? Christianity has always been outside of this, outside of time and everything else. So it's like, how am I going to be this new me in 2021 that focuses less on how to fit into culture and more on how to fit into Christ? Yeah, I think also sometimes we can focus a lot on the new, like mm-hmm. in life, you know, because new is always associated with uh, progress. Right. right. New car, new job, new relationships, like everybody's focused on the new, like we can be real ambitious about the new. But I believe God wants us not to focus so much on the new, but focus on that which is eternal. Mm. You know, like the Bible isn't necessarily new, but it's eternal. Like God isn't necessarily new, but he's eternal. Mm. In Romans chapter six, how it speaks about the newness of life, that newness is always associated with the eternal. God makes us new because we believe in him who's eternal. Mm. You think about the church, not the church, but the Athens in Acts chapter 17. Mm -hmm. They were always longing for that which is new. Paul came on the scene. They said he was associated with like foreign gods. So they wanted to learn something that was new. Right. And that's the reason why he decided to listen to Paul. Mm -hmm. But Paul didn't introduce him to something that was new. He introduced him to something that was eternal. Mm. And because he introduced, introduced them to something that was eternal, some people got upset. They wanted to stone Paul. Right. Right. And then some people actually followed Paul. You know, it wasn't the same uh, philosophy that they were used to hearing, the Greek philosophers, the Stoics, but it was something that was eternal. And that's what really caused them to say, like, who are these men who turned the world upside down? You know, yeah, because uh, Paul was introducing something that was completely eternal. And that's what shifted the hearts of man. And so instead of being consumed with the new and I understand like the concept, but be consumed with God. And then in our lives, maybe it's uh, new to us, right? right? But to God, it was in his mind, you know, like Christ was slain before the foundations of the earth. Like in God, like we're not an afterthought in God's mind, you know, like our lives are already mapped out. That's why David said in Psalm chapter 16, verse 11, like, show me the pathways that lead to life. Because in your presence is the fullness of joy and at your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Like, Lord, like, show me the eternal. Like, you have a specific way, a well-trodden road, how you want me to live. Lord, introduce me to that. So right. in 2021, Lord, I want to be introduced to your pathways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I, no, that's, that's deep. I like that. <laughs> no, but I do. I like that. I like, I like that we're not focusing on something that is upcoming. We're focusing on something that already is. Again, the eternal, the I am. If I'm not focused on that light, if I'm not looking in the direction of that light, if I'm sitting there sitting in the darkness, then then the fellowship gets cut off. It's like, 
I'm not there. And, 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 and as this explodes in my mind, <laughs> like, this is like exploding in my mind right now. We're working like, it out ah, now. Working it out. Working it out. Cause like, this is just one of those at lib kind of coming together. But it's like, if I have a focus that's outside of the, I am, and I start to rely on that to protect my eye gates and my ear gates. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of God. Right then I'm really not in fellowship where I need to be. Right. And and I think first John one six is where that came out. You know, it's where it's like, you know, if we have fellowship with him while we're, or while we walk in darkness, right. We lie and do not practice the truth. It's like, I, I'm with God, but I'm listening to the algorithm of the world. Or am I with God and allowing his algorithm to come into my existence? That one thing that you said about progress, you know, we think new and progress and one people are addicted to new because we get so bored. We have all these words, monotonous, mundane, boring, bland, all these words to describe what happens to those shiny, exciting things once we have them and get to know them. And I think that with the perfect God, we don't have to worry. But the interesting thing is that that word progress, often we hear progress and we think it's progressively getting better. But you can mm. progress mm. into very bad things. You know, you can like just think medically wise. You don't want to progress deeper into any disease or illness. Right. You you want to heal and you can use that word interchangeably. You can say this is progress toward healing or progress towards death. Doesn't matter. That word is neutral in that sense. And it can be used, however. So we need to ask ourselves when we hear the word progress, because everyone that's trying to sell you anything is going to use that word to make you feel outdated and antiquated, right? If, if you want to hold on to what was before, but see, we have to remember as Christians, what was before is the, I am right. He's the oldest in that he's outside of time. He always was, and he always will be. So holding on to him by definition, by world standards can be antiquated, you know, because the only thing progressing in this relationship between us and God, we are progressively turning into something else. We're always changing, whether it be to become more like Christ or more like the world. He is immutable. He's unchanging. So we need to take comfort in that immutability rather than chasing the quote unquote improvements that imperfect man wants to put on him. Because every single year you're going to see society chipping away at itself and at Christ, you know, I think of the Ouroboros, which is like an alchemic symbol, the infinity symbol, but it's a snake eating its own tail. And that is the world system. Every culture, every group that's ever existed, even those who have followed Christ when they're in their own flesh, they're eating their own tail at all times. They set up a tradition. If it works, oh, well, it's not going to exist much longer. If it doesn't work, oh, well, it's not going to exist much longer. But regardless, the one thing you can trust people to do is to always change. We need to be comforted Unlike the world who's always demanding change, 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 we need to be comforted by the Lord who his plan has never changed, but it, we know how it ends and we can take comfort in that his ancient plan is the only one we need to trust in. That's, and that starts from Genesis. I mean, if you think about it, uh, it came from void, right? I mean, yeah. And, and, and it progressed <laughs> into something beautiful and then into something not so beautiful. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, but when you first start out Genesis, you're like, yo, <laughs> yo. And then it's like, yo, Eve, Adam, yo, really? <laughs> and, and, and it brings us back to where we're at, you know, uh-huh. and then, but you know, what's cool is that Moses held up a snake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. He took that. He took that world thought, and he's like, "Okay, well, you know, we'll use this." And right. It's still, God in it. As long as God's in it. So yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and I'm of the mind where I don't want my life 
to be something a non-believer can do. Mm, you I like know? that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't want my life to to match something of the world in that sense. Right. You know, and not to be like hyper spiritual, but I want my life to go like you know, like what does God have for my life? Right. What mm. did God ordained or delegate me to be? Instead of so focused on, you know, like what can I achieve? What can I obtain? What can I maintain? What can I produce? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we can get so focused on that opposed to what is God doing? What is the direction that God wants me to go? Like when we look at um, even Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15, Paul said, And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Wow. You know, like we no longer live for ourselves, wow. but we we begin to live for him who died for us right. right, and who rose again. You know, the emphasis is taking off of myself. Like, what can I do? How can I be modified? You know, like, right. how can I adjust? Like I was talking to one lady the other day and she said, every day I, I practice on how to be, how to be more spiritual or I practice on how to, how to, you know, be changed or I, I want to progress in this life. And she's doing well. Right. But on the other side of the coin is that she's frustrated when she falls. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like when you take yourself so serious, when you fall, you fall hard. Right. You know, like it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like really, really dramatic. Like, yeah. man, like this guy took himself so serious. And there's other people we can see throughout history who who took themselves so serious, like they wanted to be like this perfect person. And then when they were exposed, then all of a sudden their credibility and how they view themselves is completely is tarnished forever. You yeah. know? And people have walked away from the faith because of that mindset, like I have to be like this good, moral, enthused, polished well furnished individual, you know. Yeah. It could be a a damaging and slippery slope. And I like what you said as far as like about progress, like we we progress in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um and our change isn't sourced in ourselves, uh, but it's actually an exchange of life, right? right? Mm. Like God exchanges our life for his. Right. Focus more on the exchange opposed to me trying to change. Like how it says that, uh, and this is Paul speaking in Philippians, he said, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Like his life was Christocentric. Like my life is God's life and my life is actually hid in Christ. And I just think that's important to note because what separates the Christian from the world and what separates us is the fact that we are made new not refurbished, not like the old, but we're completely new in Christ. That grace is sufficient. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's an old thought from the mm. beginning of mm. the Bible, you know, when we're reading. Mm. I remember like when Nathan confronts David, you know, <laughs> David's completely lost because he's, he's outwardly focused. Right. He's not thinking like within himself and, and, and the story proves it. You know, we, Nathan throws out this story about some other guy, right? And Dave's like, oh, psh. He's got to go down. He's going down. And and Nathan comes back and goes, yo, bro, that's you. But see, here's what's cool is in that David recognizes it. Then Nathan comes back. He says, the Lord has put away your sin. 
you shall not die. See, he's been putting away sin for a long time. I was thinking about that as you're telling me the story of the lady, you know, who's like super spiritual and then she sins and, and she falls and it falls apart. The, the point is the victory. The point is to get through it. I mean, the world, we have trophies in the world. But man, I know I've got trophies that just collect dust. I don't, it's not an eternal trophy. It's going to stay here. It's going to wither away. It's going to fall out. Y'all have both said, like, so my mind's exploding. <laughs> and I love it. I love this. This is not always captured on a podcast. No, my, um, so both of what you're saying, the idea maintain, that's what sparked this. Mm. This idea, humans want to maintain. And when Shay was talking about in the garden, it started in the garden. We were in a garden that we were, and I'm speaking this from a God perspective. We were never meant to stay in that garden in that state because he knew the whole plan and he knew there was a better form for humans to take one where we had access to the knowledge of good and evil and free will. And despite that combination still chose him. And so now we can live with him forever, understanding everything and still choosing him. So in the garden, everything was great. And then everything fell apart. I'm sure Adam and Eve were remembering that garden, pining for that garden, wanting to find their way back to that garden, earn their way back into that garden, whatever it took to get back into that garden. And in the world today, you see that in, and I'm not demonizing any of this stuff, y'all. It's just, this is human nature to preserve, to maintain, right? We have national parks where you're not allowed to walk on the rocks because they will erode. And then the next generation can't see that rock the way it was seen 80 years ago, right? So we've got all these monuments around earth, right? Like natural and man-made structures that you're not allowed to touch, climb, anything because it will erode because of interaction with it. And we're trying to preserve things in a way because that's the best we have it. That's the best we've experienced it. And we want to pass that on to the next. Mm. And then it made me think of Joseph when he was in prison for two years, not knowing what was going to happen, having faith in the Lord. He was forgotten by the baker. I think it was the, no, it was the cup holder, the cup bearer. The baker got killed, I think. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he... Yeah, Baker got killed. The Baker got killed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so (laughs) Joseph, he at the start of his life, he was kind of on top. Like his, he was his dad's favorite. He had the coat of many colors. Why would he want to trade that in? Then that he can't maintain that. It's outside of his power. He ends up being sold, and now he's on this chain of bad events, like we are in 2020, where everyone's like, "I was doing pretty good," and then all of a sudden, right? We have no idea when it's going to end, but we are pining for that that good, right? No idea how long it's going to take, come out of it. And now he's at a place so much better than the garden. It's a garden at the next. Now he's the Pharaoh's favorite. His dad's favorite probably still, right? (laughs) (laughs) Although his dad still thinks he's dead. But now he's getting everything he had in the garden. His family is coming back with him. But now he also has the favor of Pharaoh, the resources. And so we need to remember on that eternal level that we, no matter where we can think back in nostalgia, like whatever time in our life was our happiest, our most full of hope. If we are in a place where we have painfully lost people this year, lost dreams, Mm. lost Mm. resources, lost our health, lost hope in a lot of ways, see things and are predicting much worse to come, right? We are the blessed few that have access to the book of Revelation and we Mm. know what happens. And I'm not talking about all the fire coming down, the, the stars. Fall. I'm talking about those last two chapters where Christ is ruling, where we're forever with him, where there's no more tears, where all the nations and tribes and tongues mm. that mm. have accepted Christ 
are rejoicing together with no racism, no tribalism, no classism, no sexism. None of that is there. So no matter what, we have to look at that and say, yeah, we had our garden. Yeah, we had our right after the flood. Yeah, we had our, you know, right, let my people go. We had all those triumphant moments in life, but we don't have to pine for those anymore. We as Christians know the end game so we can pine forward, right? So forward, like we're out of control. We don't have that control. We don't have to maintain like the world does because we know God has that. So y'all just made my mind explode. So thank you. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's all y'all. <laughs> Pass the mic. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, Brother Lawrence. I know you guys heard of him. Uh, he was like a real deformed looking guy, to say the least. I mean, he had a hunchback. He wasn't a pill. He wasn't attractive at all. And uh, one day he was walking through a... Uh, seems like maybe a garden and it was winter time and he's seen that the leaves started to wither away and and he said he prayed and said like lord i feel like that withered up tree and then he said that he heard god say but the spring is coming mm. you know but the spring is coming and that started a life that he would just focus on the presence of God, yeah. wow. you know, and he was a, di- he was a dishwasher in a monastery. He didn't have much, if any popularity, he was just a no name, you know, but every day he would find new ways to be in God's presence. Mm. And now he's passed away, but he wrote this book, extremely powerful. It was actually, it was the Bible. And then it was this book that was like, re- like number one sold like everywhere. Wow. And maybe in in time, maybe he didn't see the significance of why he wrote that book, you know. But in eternity, you know, he's passed on. But this book is blessing millions of people, you know. Yeah. Just like with just his life, the simplicity of just being in God's presence, you know. And really, like maybe in time, in our situation, we don't see what God is doing fully. Mm -hmm. But if you remain faithful and if you engage God, then it has eternal reward. Mm. And God adds to your life in eternity, you know? Mm. Like, really, that's where that's where the substance of life is because our life is but a vapor, right? right. Like, we're here one minute, we're gone the next, you know? Like, our life is extremely short. Uh, so eternity, we should. that's really where we should be focused on, right? James asked a very important question. He said in James chapter four, like, what is your life? Like, what is your life? And I think that's a question we all should ask. Like, what is our lives? Uh, Not so we can be over analytical, not so we can fall into condemnation, not so we can have the mindset, okay, let's pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and let's go, let's go for it. (laughs) But no, so we can engage that which is eternal. Mm. Like, Lord, okay, I, I, I fully don't understand, like, like, I don't know my left from my right, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with my situation. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But, Lord, make something of me. Um, help me to know you. Help me to know your plans. And even uh, Paul in, in Philippians chapter 3, 
I mean, he started listing off all his credentials. The Pharisee of Pharisees, <laughs> right. circumcised this day. You know, he was he was taught under Galileo, the third smartest person in history at that time. And, you know, I mean, he had every reason to boast, but he just said, you know what? I just counted all but dunk, but refuse. Mm-hmm. But his emphasis was on the eternal. He said, like, that I may know him in the power oh. of his... Uh, resurrection and fellowshipping of his suffering being conformed into his image it's like that was his emphasis like the eternal not being not modifying not changing like where he's going so to speak but really changing his mind and putting his mind on the things of god and that was like his his whole existence you know like everything that I've done, all the good things, all the new things I obtained, all the credentials, all the prestige, all the honor. Hey, you know what? Um, it's all but refuse. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Refuse. Refuse. That's a that's a powerful conversation that we're, mm-hmm. we're having. We're coming into a new year. I've heard two ways. I've heard, man, I wish I could go back. And I've heard, just wait till 2021. Wait till 2021. And all I'm hearing today is, as we're wrapping this up, right, is the eternal. Mm-hmm. And this thought, you know, so it's like new year, new who, the eternal who, the I am. Mm-hmm. Um, where's our focus? What's going to get us through today? See, we're always out or behind. Is You know, I've been listening to like this conversation. It's like out and behind perspective. Or, or looking ahead to provision, you know, it's like, it's, but we're not looking right now to the who. We're not looking to the I am. Um, we got to stop looking back. We got to stop looking forward. I mean, the Apostle Paul said, you know, don't don't look behind you. You know, don't don't look ahead, but let's let's focus right now. You know, if I'm running a race, I'm not looking. I mean, you know, it's like you got to watch where you're at now. You know, it's like you can think of yourself ahead. But it's like, what well, if you stumble over something? What if what if all of a sudden you fall into a category like that that young lady? that, you know, really super spiritual, but then falls and it's like now destroyed in that moment. Let's not be destroyed. In John, Judas uh, says to Jesus, not scary, but he says, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? And, and Jesus gave probably the most simple answer. Cause I know this sounds difficult. I mean, like people will sit here and say, I know you guys just, you know, quoting the verses and, and, and talk, but it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's, but it's not as complicated as it would seem in your initial relationship, right? And what does Jesus say? He says, if anyone loves me, Hmm. he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. That's that whole eternal wrapped up into Hmm. one answer, Mm -hmm. a question, how? And an answer, whoever loves me. Y'all, early happy new year. Yes, yeah. happy new year, y'all. Man, happy new year. Happy new year. And uh, man, Pastor James, always a blessing yes. to have you with us. Um, you'll hear from him more, I'm telling you. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, uh, We're going to bug him all the yeah, time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> I'm still bugging him on a one minute video. Now it's on. Now it's on. Now it's a shout out. See, now it's out there. I need a one minute it, it, encouraging video. Y'all, if you're hearing this, if you're hearing this, Get ready. send it. Yeah. Send it one minute. Man, we got to email, email us. We'll give you, you know, ways yeah. to get it to us. 
one minute of encouragement. That's the new year. We want to bring people encouragement throughout the year. We want to be intentional in what we're doing, right? I think intentional is good for 2021, but intentional in who? Mm -hmm. The I am. Amen. 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 This has been, as always, just awesome God touched episode. So we're going to leave you with one simple thing. Connect with us in 2021 at thepantrypodcast.com. There's going to be a new tab on there called crumbs where you can read more about what Shay was just saying. We just want to get in touch with you and build you up and pray with you. I got one, one alibi. If you're in the Edgewood area in Maryland, there is a new church. Yes. Yes. Please come and join us. Grace Life Community Church, 2104 Trumbull Road, Edgewood, Maryland, 21040. We would love to have you. We're relatively new. We started during COVID and uh, God's been adding ever since. We've been having a great time. Focusing on the eternal. The eternal is... The The eternal is the I am. Amen. 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 Till next time. Bye. Bye. Say bye. Say bye. Oh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll add it in.